welcome to episode 24 of Defy the Norm. Now, the last few episodes, Victor and I have been going down memory lane to when we first started traveling full-time as a family in 2015 and 2016. And in the last episode, we talked about our best travel year ever in 2017. Well, we couldn't get through all of it because it was such an amazing year. And so in this episode, I brought on Isabel and Gabby to wrap up what 2017 was like for us when we went to Europe in totally different fashion than how we normally travel. And, uh, I think you'll enjoy, you know, for us, Europe always has a special place in our heart. And so it was really nice for the girls to sit down with me and share some of our greatest memories from our trip through uh, Spain and France in 2017. Hope you enjoy it. To inspire you to boldly and unapologetically live outside the box, dream big, and question everything. This is the Defy the Norm podcast with nomads with a purpose. Welcome! Look who I have with me today. Well, if you're listening on the podcast, you don't see that with me today I have Isabel and Gabby. Hi. And we are going to talk about year 2017. Now we didn't intentionally make it so that Victor and I covered the first part of 2017 and they stepped in. It just happened that Victor flew back to San Diego to work. I said, you guys know the story. And actually they're a really good storyteller. So they're probably going to be able to recap this, um, this vacation, whatever travel better. But real quick, so if uh, you didn't hear the last uh, podcast, YouTube, of our travels, in 2017, it was the most epic year of travel that we had. We had some pretty epic years, but that year was epic because we went to Costa Rica. Oh, we did a road trip up California coast. We went to Costa Rica for a month. About then we 11 went weeks on a road trip, right? All the way to Canada, through Banff, like... Um, down through Idaho, Utah, Wyoming. We saw the, that was the year we saw the eclipse. Oh yeah, the, the Great American Eclipse and the Tetons. That was cool. And then we got back to San Diego for like three or four weeks so that we could surf and Gabby competed in some surf contests. And then end of September, we decided to pack our bags and fly back to Europe. But this time we were going to do it differently. We were going to defy our norm and instead of making it so intense and travel intense or um, get an RV, we decided to just rent car a car for the whole seven weeks and get Airbnbs for this trip. It was so different, right? Yeah, it was crazy because normally we're, I mean, considering it was kind of slow travel for us and this is, when we tell the story, we're like, that's not slow travel, but it was slow travel for us because Relatively. we weren't in a motorhome so normally in our motorhome we just go one night one night one night different spots but we actually had airbnbs which was a luxury and it, we're like wow, I mean, literally we're we told you for more than two or three days it's crazy <laughs> the number of miles we just did in the last three days oh, right man, now you guys wouldn't believe <laughs> save that for next week but yeah we did it so it was going to be seven weeks and it was about one week per airbnb so right now before we were we went live we were trying to remember the trip so we started off we flew into barcelona 
and this ended up being a Spain, France, like a northern, northern Spain, southern France road trip to different Airbnbs, and we picked up our car in Barcelona, and the first spot we hit was, uh, how do you say, Balaguer? Balaguer. We probably butchered that, please. I'm jealous. <laughs> Camarasa, where they correct correct you with uh, your climbing knot they can you do not follow through okay you do not do yosemite follow through if you're a climber you know what we're talking about but yeah we like you uh in spain you gotta understand that like climbing is like culture there and there's climbing everywhere like right on the side of the road and so there's this beautiful spot by a river where we're climbing literally on the side of the road and it's super popular lots of people there and when you do this like figure eight knot to tie into your rope for climbing you, when you have a, like this tail at the end, the last part of the rope, you tuck it back in. Well, at least we were taught here in America to tuck <laughs> it back in. And they looked at us like, what, they you, come what, over, what are you what doing? Is, is and then they'd come over and fix our knot to make sure it's like perfectly lined perfectly up. Lined up. Yeah. Oh my That's goodness. Funny. Was, I thought they were going to take out a tape measure. Like, <laughs> so we had a great, what do you, do you guys remember any of the highlights there at that spot? Uh, oh man, I think the first one, probably one of the most memorable was when we went to La Runs. And La Runs is Oh, of wait, us. wait, we're not there yet. You said uh, what the was first the part. Highlight? Oh, the first part though, of, of Camarasa. Okay, you, you can say. Well, what about <laughs> cereal in the middle of the night? That was so, really fun. When we landed in Spain, <laughs> we so of course confused. don't take. <laughs> I confused Yabby, sorry. Okay, yeah, go I ahead. I just remember at first, this was a while ago, and I have a bad memory. So Is it'll be interesting. Offense, how old were you? I was, how many 13? years ago was this? 14, yeah, maybe? 14? No, 13. How many years ago was this? 2017. So, yeah. <laughs> so. I don't remember much. That was the sh long way of saying it. But I do remember landing in Spain and after a 12 hour flight, just being so exhausted going to bed. And it's like noon still in Spain. But then you wake up at 4 a.m. and you're like, I can't. It's common. <laughs> We've flown over to Europe multiple times now. And, you know, flying from US to Europe, uh, how the time changes is it's so hard. You, you get there. And you just cannot go to sleep because your body, even though you're exhausted from flying, your body's like, well, it's five o'clock in the afternoon. Like, and you're like, we can, like, uh, it's two in the morning. Why can't I sleep? So every time we go, um, Victor, of course, has no trouble with this. He sleeps anywhere. But Tatiana is very sensitive, like her mother. And so every time we go to Europe, it takes two or three nights before we like start adjusting. First, we like fall asleep at four in the morning, then it's two in the morning, then it's midnight. Then we're like, okay, we're now 10. And we're always up in the middle of the night eating a bowl of cereal together. <laughs> that was the start of the, the trip. I just remember distinctly sitting in the Airbnb. I, I ate the cereal. This is why I don't remember. <laughs> eating cereal with cereal. Uh, Danny, Tati, and I are just sitting there. I definitely was sitting tonight. I was down on the cereal. <laughs> okay, so we were from Spain big thing on this trip is we wanted to hit some of our favorites of Spain and France on you know we had already done six months the year before and we had hit like 15 countries in this case we wanted to drive much less and only hit some of our favorites which was going to be Hosegar and northern part of Spain the Asturias uh, area mm -hmm. and so we were coming across the Pyrenees and we we're like you know we love mountains and we we're like all right Gabby is so great at finding the best hike so the first hike is we we're coming across the Pyrenees do you remember oh, what it's called the, yeah Punta, the one in Spain mm -hmm. Punta del Pasino or something or pa yeah. yeah and I think yeah. if you live it's like it's this cute little ski village but the thing is in Europe like they're a dime a dozen. Like they're they're <laughs> everywhere. Like you all see cute Duh. little ski villages. So it 
if you live there, you're probably like, yeah, it's just a ski village. To us, I mean, it makes, um, what are some of the cutest? I mean, it makes Breck, Breck look like, like average. <laughs> Breck, like what you see in Breckenridge, Colorado, that's like the norm. Or, yeah. Um, and and it's just, similar, like, kind of ecosystem, right? Like, um, it's that. Really alpine. Like, alp, super high it's yeah. not even like the elevation that makes it okay. and it was so cool like you're, you're back at you know first hike and you're hiking past cows with bells ringing and it was it was beautiful i know if you live there you're like oh it's just an average hike but to us americans it was above average by yeah. far i don't yeah. think we tensed enough though like in america it's not that normal but in spain it's normal to be hiking and there's just a cow right there on the trail and the whole herd is there and you're like I'm actually all of europe it's like every time you hike you're hiking next to cows and like you see cows in the u.s but you're not gonna hike right next, next to, to the cow yeah. fields yeah, you're like dodging i'm like please don't hit me, me don't, don't mind me. me i'm not gonna bother you <laughs> and then from there it got really fun we dropped over into france now we love Spain, but you know, France has our heart, sorry. And so we drop down into France and we pull into this cute little town called La Runs. La Rune. And we had reserved <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> I love French. La Rune. I smile too much. <laughs> I have to relax my cheeks. La Rune. La Rune. <laughs> 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 And so we got an Airbnb in the middle of, uh, it was going to overlook the town square. And just by coincidence, a cheese festival was going just on. Like a festival, a festival for cheese. Like think of Dedicated. a farmer's market in the U.S. Think about the biggest farmer's market you've ever been to. Now imagine every single stall had cheese. Just cheese. And it was the best cheese I've ever had. And you got oh, to just walk so through good. the stalls and just have free samples all weekend long so you'd be in your apartment and you just stare down at this cute little village with all the tents oh, oh. The, the music it was so i couldn't even explain what the music was it's just so um traditionally french and it's like the epitome it's like beauty and the beast like honestly yes. it was exactly like that where you just you would wake up and we were staying in this cute little apartment that was like this little so many little nooks and it was like um how would like you the windows it? would just open up like yeah you know the wooden windows would open and you would be over the shutters the shutters yeah would, is that what you're trying to think yeah of? yeah Sorry. um yeah. and You'd see the music and the festival, and you're like, okay, I'm just gonna walk down. And you would like sit there, drink your coffee, overlooking the people, and there'd be people singing, and then they'd be there'd be people, <laughs> shepherds walking through with their sheep, and then there were dogs, and yes. these geese would just like walk through the okay, towns geese, for a not, time. Not ducks, sorry. Yeah. yeah, geese, like beautiful white geese. <laughs> but there wasn't just cheese. Of course, there was still bread and. And, oh, oh, and photos <laughs> of the sheep. <laughs> so each person would have photos of the sheep uh, that would made the cheese. They're like, these are my sheep. Here's like, the okay, photo album. It's like a family You album. go up to the table to sample the cheese. And literally like a like a Shutterstock or Shutterfly the photo album like you would make from your family vacation. They had it of their sheep. Yeah. It was so cool. I think they had them named and everything. <laughs> and when there are sheep shearing, like they yeah. show you how to, they shear. The and sheep. then there was the nougat. That Every was the cheese, best. Most of the cheese vendors also had like specialty nougat. 
in of all different flavors and i don't think we've had nougat before or at least if we had it would have been like you know like an american candy yeah. version but this was like authentic like i made this at home with my whole heart nougat it was is so, so good, good. <laughs> you want to know a little fact this was the first spot we went to where they had vending machines for baguettes like you literally can put in a, a euro and get a baguette out of do you remember that i yeah. didn't ever go in so i just like remember that out of, so that was aside from the cheese festival but i remember pulling in there i'm like oh my goodness you can just like tip, i mean i still choose the bakery it was better but it was when it was for when the bakery was closed oh, that's true, yeah. then you yeah. could just get it like they they've kept it supplied and so larun was one of um it would have been so great if the weather had been better that was the only negative is that it rained on yeah. us it would have been great to do a hike there because we it tried. was in the center of the Pyrenees. We tried, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got lost. We got lost. We get lost? Was, it was more oh, like we, we were hiking and we generally knew where we were going, but because we don't speak French, all the trail names look the same. And I think we thought, we're like, oh, we're on this trail. No, we're on, not on that trail. That was because it was foggy. Both. It was a lot. That's why we got lost. I thought we got lost because of the fog. Remember <laughs> the, the donkey? On the like when oh, you yeah, hike that and there's that nice it. little earring. Like, oh, the donkey so cute. Oh, and like some of the yards would have huge pumpkin patches. Yeah, like, are you like, is this a movie set or something? <laughs> <laughs> the best so story cute. though to come out of the runs is we thought we were all going hiking together as a family. Do you guys remember that? One? Oh no, we were going down to sample the cheese as a family. We thought, okay, let's all go down. And, and we, we thought we the message down, was communicated. We get down to um the stage or down into the festival you know it's like a, a two minute walk down down your staircase to the festival and all of a sudden we look and we're like where's tati <laughs> so, we lost the five-year-old like yeah tati's five then Jariah starts crying and dad starts sprinting back to the apartment Jariah, <laughs> and you know if you know anything you're like my kids all get along pretty well but Jariah and tati you know have their moments more than the others do and to see Jariah just break down crying, like, oh my gosh, my sister. They're like, call me. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I was panicked because we didn't know that we left her in the apartment or if she came <laughs> down the stairs. We didn't know where she was. We didn't know really where she was for a few minutes. And the feeling was like, oh my gosh, did someone just take her when we got down the stairs? And normally the kids are really good about like just staying close. And the only reason this happened is because there is like constantly, like, one, the older ones would never ever like where are they like stay with me stay with the clan they're better trained and so then with and Tati's just like there's an expectation like keep up or you get left behind like keep up she obviously didn't get the memo but then Victor I guess walks back into the apartment and there she is just sitting on like she's like watching her headphones doesn't even realize we had left her and it was probably five minutes but she's like for the tour right so this would be our second year the year before in 2016 we uh not accidentally gabby had said like let's go watch the wsl and the first, year. the first year in 2016 and at the time i was like whatever i just want to make you happy i don't even really know what the wsl is i mean i'd heard of kelly slater but i had never really i wrote it in my book like i wasn't a spectator i didn't know and 
it was the most awesome experience in 2016 to get to watch the WSL in Hosegar. We watched it in Portugal. Portugal. And we left two days before John John won the first oh, title. Oh my goodness. First title. That was cool. And when we were in Hosegar, we actually met John John, which was cool. That and cool. we've cool. a lot if of you watch his tall video we're in the background we're in the background <laughs> of one of his videos which is really cute that was really cool <laughs> and then remember when we saw him the next oh and then i saw him in hawaii when you guys were with me and then when we saw him in 2017 remember i walked up to him and said so i watched you surf remember mm -hmm. like you guys were so embarrassed because we went up into and with you remember? i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> Moment. I'm always embarrassing. It was a bad moment. In 2017, John John was, we were back in Hosegar and well, he was on the, the beach. Oh, no, no, this is the second, second time. I don't know what this is. And the second time, because I think that was the year your dad in 2017. I think Victor and I also went to Hawaii by ourselves that year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. In, in, we yeah, we had gone by ourselves a for a couple weeks or a couple days. And when we were there, we were sitting on the beach and John John was just surfing in front of his house. Like there wasn't a, a crowd or anything. If you ever go to the and, shore, it's probably. Common. And so when he was standing on the beach in Hosegar, I was just making a conversation. I'm like, yeah, I was watching you surf a couple months ago in front of your house. It was crazy. It was, he was surfing. It was like a 10 to 12 foot day, but really ugly 10 to 12 foot. And he was out there with his camera, taking pictures and videos of his brother on waves that like a normal person couldn't even surf. For, for normal times, but like, I mean, even a good person couldn't surf, but he's out there with a camera taking yeah, videos totally of his brother. Even, you don't remember this? this? Yes. Uh, yeah, well, I think I think it's just it's we've had so many memories years. since then. So when you go to Hosegar, it's one of the best places to watch the WSL because it is still such a relatively small town. People still come in for it, but overall, it's not like in we've watched the WSL in San Diego and it's like you can't get to the athletes at there's all. There's a sense of well I was gonna say there's like a weird sense of respect in some ways because if you're in we watched it at Trestles multiple times and people are so like oh, yeah you know we have like professional surfers in San Clemente all the time we're not we're above like they barely people go and say hi to people yeah. and then in Portugal raving fans raving fans in Portugal. pretty much they have to have bodyguards because in Portugal like the women especially they're like they all run and they're like throwing themselves on Kelly and the, the like bodyguards are like checking these women off of them like it's ridiculous it was kind of it was, it's cool to see the spectrum that in France of course we can make the generalization that the French are like too cool too cool for them too but no <laughs> it was like a balance yeah. there's a sense of respect because it was the first time we watched the the tour there the waves were massive they were being towed in on jet skis but that was a tangent. and like in in Hosegar, <laughs> there's just one one well like two two roads and you've got like 20 surf shops on those two roads that make up the town of Hosegar. and like billabong will have a party so i remember going like yeah i think it was 2017 year going to the billabong party where the surfers are there and there's all these free appetizers and the fact that you can do that there like in san diego or us it wouldn't happen you just have mobs and here it's just like yeah just come in and like talk to the surfers and and have some nice wine and cheese and it was, it was there's great. wine and cheese again yeah. <laughs> and there's a party i'm in and Hosegar in general is just such a pretty place. Even if you don't go for yeah. the WSL, it's one of the coolest places. Luckily, we're going to tell you we ended up back there a couple weeks later, but we'll okay. save that for that Secret. front line. Yeah, um, but it's so beautiful there. I personally love it. It's great for my type nine because it's just so chill. It's kind of, if you like the Oregon coastline, it's like that on steroids. But with it's, culture. 
Yeah, and good food culture. Yeah, I and mean, some of Oregon has yeah. some good food. And the Airbnb, we, Airbnb we stayed in was so pretty. Oh, we love this Airbnb in Hosker. If you ever go to Hosker, I'll tell you. You can message me. I'll tell you what it's the. It's such a great Airbnb. So we go from Hosker, and then we head down towards uh, the northern coast of. Uh, Spain. Uh, Spain. Yeah. So we have, remember, in, uh, if you watched the podcast when we talked about our trip in 2016, or watched the YouTube about Europe, we were climbing in Switzerland, and I ended up, the first pitch was super, super easy, and I got overly confident and went for the second pitch, which was super hard, and I got stuck on the wall, and this wonderful Spaniard helped me. He starts, he's like, Mascoton, tell him, like, I don't know what you're saying. And then I realized, wait, you're speaking Spanish. Victor, he's going to save me. And so we became friends with Arlita Monica. <laughs> so and they, they, they invited us over to their house. And so we're back in 2017, and we're like, oh, we're going to stay in the same town as them. We're right by them so that we can hang out with them. They climb and surf. And um, well, do you guys remember, what's that town? Oh, you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a I'm trying to pronounce anything. Oh, Uri, 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 Uri Dales. I don't know if I'm saying that in the right accent, but <laughs> I don't remember. That became our home base. Castro, Castro Uri Dales. Okay. okay. And from there, it's kind of a nice jumping off point because within an hour, like Gabby got to surf Sopelana. Which was, was pretty I massive. Thought, I thought I was going to die. That's like the <laughs> only time in my life I've actually thought I was going to die surfing. <laughs> it was like, I think I told him in the in the last podcast, but it was like 12 to 15 foot. I told you, maybe, maybe that's what every time the story it seems bigger. <laughs> it was like four to five foot. <laughs> it was it's definitely like at least eight feet. It was. It was depends scary. which way you're me measuring. It was, it was definitely, was it bigger than that day at San Alejo when, yeah. <laughs> so that it was like, like 12. It was just such a sheer i've never and we've surfed hawaii you know when you surf in hawaii compared to california the amount of power in the water moving even for the same the same size wave them. is so much more powerful in hawaii and in spain i felt like it was even more than in hawaii at least in that one spot and i was like i remember thinking if i get hit by this wave it's gonna hold me down so long and i was i was just like paddling 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 and i was like i couldn't get i even could, i couldn't get in that time because there was like a, a weird rip current pulling you in and then if, you, if I was in the takeoff spot, all the guys were like, this little girl out here. And yeah, Spain, Spain is intense for surfing. Like, you, Keep that in mind. you have to earn your way for sure. And so um, we, we surfed all that coastline. Uh, we went rock climbing a bunch. It's really, honestly, I love, I love France, but that part of Spain is way it's underrated. It's stunning. It's it, like, it's so green. You, you wouldn't couldn't imagine it honestly it's like um we just said it's like oregon um being on the coast yeah it's kind of like being on the mountainous region of of the pacific northwest not necessarily coastal pacific northwest would yeah. you say kind of like um i don't know like interior washington yeah maybe not yeah. that alpine mountainous yeah i know i wish there was a, a good way to there to was describe like a, so there, there's and just... and then it was fall colors too which yeah. made even oh we should tell them about sororio that's what we're about to say. Okay, yeah. Yeah. There's this town. Um, uh, is it Asturias? Was that the break or is that the Asturias? Ooh. Oh, Asturias is the region. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but Celorio is the town we started in. And the, we actually went there the first time in 20, on our 2016 trip because I found, I think I saw it on, I honestly have no idea yeah, where I saw maybe. it. No, yeah. it wasn't because we put it on the um, we, I don't know. I heard about this small little surf spot, but you have to walk down the Camino de Santiago oh, to get there. It was yeah. only like a one to two mile hike. And when we got there, the waves were terrible, but it was such an experience to like 
park in this deserted little town, um, like deserted even by European village standards. Yeah. Um, and we park there, there's no one around. We grab our surfboards and we just start walking down this cobblestone path. Following the seashells of following the Following the seashells, the Caminos yeah. marked with seashells. And we got there and the surf was terrible, but it was like secluded. There's these little coves. You were in a cove. and there was, yeah, it was um, so cool. It was like these grassy plains all around you. It was so cool. And then we went, so we went back there in mm -hmm. 2017, right? I don't yeah. know. The surf yeah, was slightly, slightly better, better but, but not much. it was more just the experience, like wow, I'm walking with my mm -hmm. surfboard. It's pretty cool if you know. things that ever open up again. Um, that you know, if you can go to Europe in September or October, it's it's still pretty good weather, but things aren't very crowded because at least at the back then, uh, I guess it would be packed in August probably. It's because but, people in Europe don't get vacation, time. or they just get six weeks. It seems uh, like, yeah, and then, like, right? They don't get vacation time outside. Of outside, that. right? So it, it's weird how you can get to these great places that you know at some point it's happening. There's there's stuff, but most of the time when we are traveling through those areas, it was September, October, early November. So they're empty, empty, empty. And it was beautiful. Um, okay, so no way. We, we, this is what happened. So we were oh. going to leave. What Uridales? I can't. I should have looked Castro up the names. Ur yeah, Uridales. Castro yeah. Uridales. We were going to leave there and go with our friends to Picos de Euro Europa, that we really wanted to go climb there, especially going with our friends because they're such good climbers. And we were finally going to get to do some Via Ferrata. Yes. Oh, Pico. We were that would so be like excited. the number one place to go. Actually, second place to go back when we can eventually go to Europe again. And then I did what something that I hate that I do. I got so caught up in work that I like delegated. I let go of control and I let Victor, I did something terrible. I let go of control. I delegated to Victor and I let him pack up. Well, we, he packs everything up. I'm finishing. Close my laptop. All right, we're done. Okay, leave the keys in the room and go. And we get down to the car and I'm like, okay, where are our passports? He's like, I don't know. You left him in the room. Of course, you know, compassionate wife blames. You left him in the room. I should not have let you pack up. And, and we and already so, checked all the bags. You have to mention that we so, look through all the bags to see if we can find the passports and they're not there. So, we, yeah, we literally are like emptying out every bag like over and bags. over and over. <laughs> and like, gosh, we can't find them. Okay, well, if we just tell our friends, you guys have to go. I don't know what we're going to do. And Gabby's looking up. Oh, my gosh, it's going to cost us like $1,000 to get new passports. So I have to call the Airbnb owner because I'm thinking like, oh man, they've got to be in there. We must have left them. Like Victor must not have seen them. And the guy's kind of mad because he had to drive two hours to come open up the apartment. And of course, they're not there. He opens it up. And so then your mind goes to the next thing of like, somebody stole them. Somebody came <laughs> somebody in. Stole somebody stole my Apartment walls. This is what like our young Jariah's thinking was, or Danny's thinking. Probably me too. I thought of divorce. Oh my gosh, somebody or somebody. We were like, we must have left it unlocked like one Jason day when Moore. we left the. But then we're like, why did they steal our passports and our computers? This doesn't make sense. <laughs> we were so confused. Uh, we and were while so we were trying to figure this out, we had to think of a new place to go. So we uh, had friend, a, the friend that helped us uh, when Victor cut his face uh, surfing the year before. I uh, was in Hosiger and he, so Victor called him and said, Hey, do you know anybody that, you know, has an Airbnb or something in Hosiger? We need to just head back there before going to Barcelona and getting new passports. And he's like, no, 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 you're going to stay in my place. And, and I'm actually leaving out of town. And he was like, again, so incredibly kind. It was, it, it was amazing. Another time where he was an angel for us. And so we go back to his place 
and we we get all settled in and well yeah you we all go to bed and we're like oh my god what are we gonna do so worried and 2 a.m i wake up and i go to the bathroom and i'm like a light bulb just went off oh my gosh that secret pouch in the REI, REI Flash it's all your fault. <laughs> REI Flash 22, the best. Look on our blog. Our favorite hiking backpack. It even hides. was not our favorite. Hides <laughs> passports. I totally forgot that the very front of the REI Flash 22 has the, like a kind of a secret zipper. You don't. You know see what's it? crazy though is like I don't even know how we thought it was a secret zipper because it's really not. It's not. <laughs> I just it's forgot like it was there slightly, <laughs> slightly. And she's the one who put them now, in the bag. Now, I didn't pack that bag, so I so wouldn't... I think we can... Well, you can say... It's totally my fault, but... It's totally both It's just so funny, fault. because I, if I had packed up the bag, that all that was in that bag to begin with was those passports. I would have noticed when I picked up the backpack... I mean, that there's something passports in there. It's, in there. it's pretty it's heavy. heavy. And then put stuff in, I would have noticed. But Victor, because he's so buff, he must not even <laughs> notice when he picked up the backpack with seven passports right. in it and threw all the toiletry stuff, all the bathroom stuff in there, that there was something in there to begin with. We're still not sure. I don't, it's like, I can simultaneously think, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. How, it was seven passports, and wasn't the envelope also in there? The like, the oh. whatever this envelope. Okay, it was seven enough, passports. But... Do you have you ever picked up seven passports? It has a significant amount of weight. It's not like it's like a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> For seven. So laptop. in short, don't wait. Lift weights. This is why weightlifting stuck is, in Europe is dangerous. It's it's dangerous. Yeah, it it almost got weightlifting almost cost us a thousand dollars. Instead, it, it gave us big karma. Forgot, so. Going, yeah, I did. But I remembered at two a.m. Thank goodness. Thank goodness I didn't remember after we got to Barcelona, because then we got to stay for an extra like three or four days mm -hmm. in Hosegar, and those cool Argentine Argentinians yeah. Argentinians were so. This guy's like really that we are staying. Our friend um, Jean Marie is so kind. He had uh, like two guys that from Argentina were camped out in front of his house for like months, and so it was cool because we got to like hang out with them, and it ended up being mm -hmm. really. It was really cool. I mean, it was also like oh. We have to go back to Hosinger. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Bummer. Really it was great. <laughs> and we also on that trip, before when we were in um, Castro with our friends Arit, mm -hmm. uh, we also got to go see our friends from America that that in, that had left a yeah. note on our car in uh, 2016, like, hey, are you the climbers from Cali? We went to their house in Spain, up in Dimas, and we had an amazing... Yeah, we had, yeah, we had what a... They taught us how to make. Chinchi Barunchi? Yes, that one. Mm -hmm. Basically a kebab, but with special type of stick that you whittle down and then, and then over a fire. Amazing. It is not a over kebab, a grill, but over it's a real like fire. Legit. Like they actually went and had the kids cut down a stick or like break off a stick and take a knife and file it down so it had a pointed end. And then, you know, Spain chorizo is just to die for. Like there's nothing as good as chorizo from you take a chocolate croissant from France. And then a chorizo in Spain, mm, perfect dinner. I'm hungry now. Yeah, yeah Spain and France will turn anyone uh. into a foodie. <laughs> and then, so the other cool thing, um, well, it's, okay, we won't, we won't make this too long. Did you have one? Yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> I like, Did I forget anything no. about Spain there? Um, <laughs> there are so many things, but that was the that was definitely the highlight yeah. reel. We lost yeah. the passports and almost lost our youngest child. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's 
something we up. didn't lose our youngest child and we didn't lose our passports that's in case what you i keep clarifying <laughs> focus on the good okay so from hostager we uh, went back across um okay we went back across the pyrenees and Gabby had found another really cool hike oh, that I think that hike was so cool. Yeah, it was like literally called it was Chemin de la Mature Mature Matois Matois. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> um, it was really cool because it was like um in the it was in the French side of the Pyrenees and it was this beautiful. It's really crazy when you cross from the French side of the Pyrenees to the Spanish side. The Spanish side they're both beautiful, but the French side is total green meadows, green hillsides. I know what and it would Sp probably be like if you. We haven't been to Vermont and New Hampshire. I'm sorry. Go ahead and say, it, but I think it would be like that. Okay. Okay. Keep going with the beautiful. And then side. the Spanish side is much drier and more alpine esque. It's more. It's almost like it's more exposed. The French side gets all the rain. Anyway, um, but so it's beautiful green hillsides, and we do this hike, and we start in another desolate small town. Um, you start behind the church, and you Always. walk up this. Um, you, you know, trail up the mountains, and then you come around. Um, and you at the very end, you walk through this. Um, there's this rock face that's, um in the mountain i don't know how you it's explain like, it's it almost it's, a, it's almost like you know like the boulder the flat irons and boulder but it's more ingrained into a mountain face um right yeah so, or if you imagine a tunnel cut in half so you just have this one side like it almost looks like a c well i haven't yeah, yeah. i didn't even say that oh. then so on that rock face there's a, a pathway that's in is it naturally made it was I natural and there's this pathway and it's like a, an arc, like you said, like a half tunnel and you get to walk through this and there's a sheer rock face below you. It's so cool. Yeah. So if you had a fear of heights, you'd be a little bit nervous. Um, Victor, Tati and Dry stayed back for that one, but it was just amazing. The The trail network in Europe is in, incredible. From there, we headed um, to, oh, what's the northern part of, oh, we made it. From there was really cool. We went to the Idaho of Spain. That was, was actually that probably one of the oh, Rebus. Rebus de Fraser. That was a high, yes. The Idaho of Spain. The yes. Idaho of Spain. Because everyone, we call it Idaho of Spain because there's just so much fun to have. There's like the, it's like a playground. You know, every, there's so many people with off-road vehicles. Um, and it, it, that's weird to see off-road vehicles in, in Europe. Very you know, People don't like get to have that do that version of fun you know um and then yeah. there was tons of hiking trails i think there are other different um what other it's another there was a ton of climbing too yeah it's another spot where like you the road ends because it's pretty much takes you up against uh the spanish side of the pyrenees so it brings you all the way up to the mountains you can't go through it you can't drive through it so the road ends in this town pretty small sized town but more than two or three streets you had like maybe 10 blocks um but still the type of place where you go go first to your butcher and then you go to another store to get your produce and another baker to the baker. And so just that whole ambiance of like going to different places to get each special food. Uh, Jariah loved it because he got rabbit there. Um, but in town, it was, it really did stand out that you had like 20 Jeeps, off-road Jeeps, like drive through town and then head off into the mountains. Yeah. Uh, we did a hike there. That was another one of our that favorites. Was amazing! I can't even remember ba the name of the hike. But, oh, yeah, but I don't know what the name of the actual oh. trail was. But it was super cool because it was basically two parallel canyons, and you would go up one canyon, and then you traversed along this rocky uh, cliff edge over to the next canyon. At the other canyon, there was this uh, ski resort, another ski resort, and then you come oh, yeah. down this. Um, it was an old railroad, I think. Yeah. Um, that is now a trail that you get to walk down. And it's amazing because most, a lot of people, you can tell it's kind of a touristy or a 
vacation destination for people in Spain. And they would come go to it. And a lot of people just trained up to, um, to that ski resort and the ski resort, you know, it's, we were there in, it was October September, probably. Oh, yeah, October. And so it was still pretty busy actually that, that spot. Um, they would go up there, like have lunch and then train back down. Well, first of all, we love to hike. Second of all, we were on such a tight budget that we wouldn't have even been able to afford the train up and down anyhow. So it, it ended up being, it ended up being perfect. It was like a 13 mile hike. And do you remember when you caught, when it like traversed across the plains, all those, um, what are the Spanish oh, the gazelles? Ibex. Ibex. Ibex is so cool. I had never even known what an Ibex was. And they were like, they're like gazelles, but with horns. Yeah. And they would run so fast downhill. It was a super steep hill too. You know, it's not like just a little rolling pasture. It was a sheer cliff. And they would just charge downhill when they were, you know, they and got scared huge by people. Herds. It was really cool. It was too bad because we were just starting blogging and we didn't know really what we were doing then. Well, do we know what we're doing now? Maybe. Um, we know what we're doing. I'm just kidding. Of course we do. Um, back then though, like I think of all of the, I don't know, just being able to capture better all of those, the, the hikes. Cause on that trip, we really did hit some pretty amazing. I mean, we hit great hikes on all of the trips, but that one really stood out. Um, from there, we rented a house in the Spanish countryside. I really don't remember. It was about an hour outside of Barcelona, maybe two hours out of, it was somewhere halfway, like between Barcelona and Ribes de Fraser. And it was really like in the middle of the country and like dirt road up to it. Like you're passing a ton of sheep. There's no other real houses close to you. Yeah. It almost felt like the Tuscany of Spain. Yes. But less populated, much less populated. Yeah. I mean, I remember from that house, it was so cool. You're literally, there's no one around you and it's kind of creepy for that reason. And you're staying in this, we're talking about that house. Yeah. Right? I remember it looked like yes. Snow White. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure yeah. we we're on the right one. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's such a old fashioned, still nice, but farmhouse. It's not a modern day house yeah. you see in America. It's got old uh, shutter doors, even like, I think it didn't have like an old fashioned door with like yes. two, the two sections, like on a farm door house. Yeah. That was really cool, but it was also super creepy, especially being younger. And it was, <laughs> we were there for Halloween. And so me being what, like a little kid, well, this is kind of scary. I it was so funny. We had the, the two years back to back the year before we were in Hosegar for Halloween. And, you know, in Europe, they actually still celebrated a little bit, but not um, really. I mean, a tiny bit in Hosegar. Remember, they did a downtown thing. Yes. Nothing, nothing, like, nothing like minuscule compared to the US. That's so all. Tatiana was, you know, she would trick or treat in our RV. She'd like knock, She'd knock, knock on, on the, the RV and oh then run gosh, around. So and cute because again. she was like, well, how old was she? Four or five? Four. four. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> She'd run in a circle, go around. And then in this house, remember, we did yeah. it again. Yeah. Did face painting and all yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. Did you? There was no candy involved that year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. But there were walnuts. Yeah. So it was, it was really was cool. Yeah. There was, I remember being real. We were pretty bored at that house because there was, there wasn't necessarily an outdoor adventure to go do. It was like. Well, we did chill go do that or... hike that we got dad lost. He almost yes. died. But overall, we were pretty, <laughs> we were were pretty like chill bored. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And the no cell service, no Wi-Fi. Even for a time and time. I remember we were just sitting under the, the walnut tree. I'm like, wow, this is really boring, but also like really cool. Like, like you could grab the Like walnuts, you would just sit there and you just crack walnuts open all day long. Yeah. And there's a ping pong table. <laughs> that too. There was a ping pong table. <laughs> you just didn't play it very long, huh? Because you're chasing the ball more than... <laughs> Yep. Uh, anything about that hike? Do you want to say anything about torturing dad on the um, hike? <laughs> well, we took, we went on a hike and normally, you know, I, were you there? 
No, no I left. No. I was being typed. Just nine. us two and Danny? And, and Dad, I think. No, I don't just, know. Just, no, just us two. No. So yeah. we were like, you know, oh, we'll figure it out. We have, like, maps in our heads. We have, like, memorized the earth. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we just like, oh, yeah, that's north. That's it. Whatever. We go hiking, and our dad, or my dad, does not does not have that anymore, nor does he really like hiking. He's just genuinely, like... I no don't offense. understand why you would, why, why you guys would like walking. Because I'll say, it's walking. <laughs> so we end up kind of lost and having to like double time it. But yeah, he didn't really like the fact that we didn't know where we were necessarily going and that we, we were ended we up were finding lost. a pretty good route, actually. Yeah. Like, we did like this little traverse. I don't even know how we, we used all trails, but we also didn't have service. So like. There's a difference between being <gasps> lost and just adapting and figuring it yeah. out as you go. And so we just kind of like, we, we backtracked a couple times yeah. because we knew like we do have an internal compass that's like, wait, 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 I'm heading too far southwest. If I keep going on this path, uh, I'm going to get too far from my home base. And so yeah. we, it was, it was a really fun. So now we're at, we almost lost a child. We almost lost the passports and we almost lost three of the family members on a hike. Okay. Uh, and then we finished it off with the worst spot. Barcelona. <laughs> we're not sitting I mean, I think I'm... I don't know. Am I glad I saw it once? I don't know. I don't know if I could say that. I was almost going to say it. And then, um, I don't know. I think I, yeah, I don't, I could have skipped it, good, but. It was an interesting experience. For, it was, yeah. For the human experience. I think it's like part of the whole, the whole process. It's like, sounds weird, but like it makes you grittier having those experiences. Mm -hmm. Even though like you would think Barcelona's, oh, more luxury than, than, um, whatever, going to the middle of Idaho's Spain's Idaho. <laughs> oh, Spain's Idaho is so much better because you can, yeah, I don't know. Well, it smells better too. That helps. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely experience with all the pots in, like right before oh, bed. Yeah. I think you should mention that. You that should tell them. So I don't remember exactly do the reason you guys fill in that part. Uh, what's that part okay. of Spain called? It's called, is it Catalonia? Yeah. Or is it Cantabria? One in Catalonia. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Oh, There's cool. two different regions. Oh, man. Catalonia. At the time, I'm, we're just going to assume, okay. and you guys know, if we're messed it up, we're sorry. Luckily, there's no comments. You can't correct us. Um, the uh, Catalonia is, um, I'm pretty sure, is, is the area. And they had just seceded, like, tried Declared to, like, Declared independence from Spain, I guess. Yeah. Or yeah. or at the time, they hadn't, and they were trying to. Something, Something like, like that. You can say what. Yeah, but to every night in Barcelona, we're staying in this apartment, and every night at like 7 p.m., everyone collectively in Barcelona gathers together and will take pots and pans and like make loud really sounds cool. and hit them together to. And to, you gotta like, know remote. too that everything's yes. like connected in alleyways. So you go in from your street into everything's apartment. So you go into your apartment, but then your balcony faces like the back 20 other apartment yeah. buildings balconies so you have yeah, hundreds of people shapes. kind of <laughs> facing each other banging pots so you did feel kind of it was cool like you're like oh, we were yeah. so confused at first though we really, really like is this us. like an emergency <laughs> yeah i'll start with the it'd be very it, at the time being very interesting to be in that apartment because it was like so different and i've never been into an apartment before and it was really small like in certain areas like the hallway yeah. like super small you're like Oh, I, the I think that's part of the reason I didn't like it. The apartment was so tiny. So, like, yeah, you barely fit in it, like she said, in the hallway. Like, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's, like, barely wider than my shoulders. And I feel like it gives you, a, like, a taste of the reality of what the, 
obviously the majority of the population of Europe lives in the state mm -hmm. of because yeah I mean I think in proportion this is obviously every village has a, a couple hundred people but the majority of the European population has that type of living environment which isn't like this this picture-perfect vision of oh European you live in Europe life yeah, like, is so great not beauty and the beast yeah. yeah we started that trip with beauty and the beast and we ended with with Barcelona and that was the second time the second most mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe Bali, maybe the third, Bali, oh, maybe wow. the second. I was going to say, for sure, China was the worst travel experience. But I was, I just remember, like, we were only there th three nights, maybe four, but just counting every night, like, I just want to go back to America. I just, it's not like Barcelona. I know a lot of people love it. It's just, for me, I didn't feel, well, it's just so safe. crowded and... Um, it feels like Disneyland without the roller coasters. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the crowd. Yeah, I'm sure the crowds just get to me, and I'm not like, oh, let's just go eat here, and then let's go eat over here, and then go eat here. Well, we just don't thing do that. Should, should, I think like you had had this internal pressure to make sure you don't spend a lot of. At the time, yeah. we were on super small budgets, as why we could travel yes. so much, and it was the only thing you could go do was go eat, and we couldn't do that because we were, we would go over our budget. So we were just, yeah. we'd go to the grocery stores and be like, that's it. That's all our days. <laughs> yeah, and then we should go walk. We can walk we as much walked, as we want. <laughs> we walked like so all much. of Barcelona. That's one thing like being poor or on a tight budget <laughs> with a big family is you end up seeing so much more of a place because we had to walk everywhere. I mean, uh -huh. we, we must have walked like oh, you know 10 miles cool a day. Barcelona? We went to this one um, place because I was Practical? like, no, no, I, no, no. It was oh. this small. I don't even know what the neighborhood's called. There's no way I'll remember. But we went and got um, churros, um, um, churros, but that you dip in, in chocolate. Um, because when we were, went in oh, twenty, yeah. in twenty sixteen, the three of us went. I don't know. <laughs> no, we were all there. We were all there. Okay. In twenty sixteen, we got churros in um, in um, oh, in northern Spain, and we're like, this is these are so good because like you can get Disneyland churros, but like not the same, not, not like same. real Spanish churros. Um, yeah, that was really that was that cool. Was cool. We, and you get them and you dip them in chocolate. They're not like coated in sugar. You dip them in a, a cup of chocolate. That was really good. That was awesome. <laughs> oh wow. There yeah, were there were awesome. some there were some nice parts about it, but yeah, I think it was just, it was probably too at the end of seven weeks. I was just tired and mm -hmm. ready to ready to be done. I was like, oh, okay, we. But we it still was one of the coolest trips that we did. The trip itself was incredible because it was I've said that word overused, but. Um, the diversity, I mean, to say in like, to stay in like seven different Airbnbs and the spectrum of like having a house where you have, it's all your big wide open property and tons of acreage. And then to stay in that Hosiger house yeah. and then to stay in um, the tiny apartment in Barcelona. And, it's then, just and, the the Hasuk, and then we, we barely even touched on the Camarasa part or the mm -hmm. Balagar. Um, there is so much amazing climbing there. I wish we I had been more of a climber back then because yeah. there was so much sport climbing. And at the time, I was just like, yeah. to get an idea. The Airbnb has climbing books there yeah. because people travel goes. to climb there. It's the the region's called like Lida. Uh huh. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And it was you weren't leading that much then, huh? And you guys had just depend. Gosh, on me. we were so lame. I was so bad. <laughs> So it was fun watching you take whippers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him about the time that you took the whipper in Frankenjura? I thought so, but I don't remember. I don't know. I, didn't, I don't know. I wasn't there. You well, I'll keep that for another video. Or... You can tell the story because I don't remember. I'm sure. Frankenjura, Germany, 2016. 
Um, we we and her just went climbing. We got wait no, that was the time no, we were all there. We were all there, and it was it was yeah. We went climbing, and there's like Frankenjoy climbing area is like really spread out. But she was doing this one route, and in Germany, the Germans don't like to take it easy on any of the climbers <laughs> because all the sport bolts are spaced extremely far apart, at least ten feet, if not twelve feet. Um, yeah. and I mean probably closer to twelve feet in that one because she took a massive over. She was like close to her bolt. Um, and you know, she's got like the Elvis leg where she's like, for, and she, she starts like, her head starts like getting ahead of herself and she's, she totally, you totally had it, but then you were like totally freaked out at that point. Your nerves were just like, yeah. And I was belaying her and she fell and that was the closest you've ever gotten to ducking out. She was about three feet from hitting the floor. Yeah. That was scary. No, we even have a photo of her like midair, like, it's like a little like, like whoosh. <laughs> Good times, yeah, good, good times. times. Good yeah, times. I, it would have helped if I had Flow State Warriors, Gabby's Flow State Warriors mm -hmm. course, because it's all this, all the visualization and getting over self-limiting beliefs. But back then, I didn't have that, so <laughs> definitely could use that. All right, I think that pretty much wrapped up. When 2017, we flew back in November. We didn't Was that take that for Hawaii. Masters? Did we go to Hawaii three weeks later? We're gonna yes. come back and we'll leave that for the next video because I kind of think. That three weeks later, we took off and went to Hawaii. Did you guys Hawaii. talk about Pavones before? Uh-huh. Okay. But Dad didn't say that much about it. I mean, oh, do, you guys have, do you guys have anything you guys want to add on? I love Pavones. It's so nice. It's the best way ever. I don't think I'm ever. a good person to say. So, yeah, you don't. Oh, the animals. You guys talk about, like, there's so many animals. I mean, that's like, we live in amazing nature being in the Rockies, but the it's such a different type of raw nature. Because Definitely. there's so much more wildlife. I mean... I guess you have it. It's just different wildlife. Well, like the family of monkeys would just crawl like 10 yeah, feet over our was, head every day. And the toucans. And, yeah. It was so pretty. Howler monkeys in the wild. Oh, and too. then you had like the food truck. The, not the food truck. Yeah. It was the produce truck would come by and you would just get your produce off the truck. And then you, we were on the property where you could just pick some um, star, um, star so fruit. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool. It, so yeah. Cool. Okay. Now we're all sad because we want to get back and. <laughs> <laughs> silly, silly. Anyway, all right. Get so, the norm five. <laughs> yep. Make sure get the swag to find the norm. And wow, you're seeing see, all like, the options right now. Yeah. The cute tank Gabby's top. rocking the tank top. I don't know what mine's called. And I've got the raglan three quarter three quarter tee. It's the best one. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening on the podcast, please leave us a review. Help us get this podcast going more off the ground. And I think we're going to start bringing on some guests for the podcast because you guys are probably getting so tired of listening to us all the time, especially listening to me. And on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Get the algorithm so it goes out to more people. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to get 10,000 so I can add stories. But you know, that might take me another year. <laughs> anyway, Bye, guys. Bye.